0: Welcome to the Porn-Free, Shame-Free Podcast produced by Caleb Micah Ministries. We hope God uses this resource to help you pursue freedom found only in Jesus. Hey, welcome back to the Porn-Free, Shame-Free Podcast. I'm your host, Josh Proctor. And I want to just right off the bat say that today's topic, very sensitive. Um, We live in a culture where culture is, is saying a certain thing that we're about to talk about is okay. We even live in a Christian culture where some aspects of that in America say it's okay. And so what I'm going to try to talk about today is God's biblical purpose for marriage and how it's only supposed to be heterosexual. Now, I know right as I say that, man, I've lost you, at least some of you, and I'm asking you to hang with me. Guys, I'm not trying to be judgmental. I'm not trying to be bigoted. I'm not trying to throw rocks. I'm trying in the best way that I know how to present God's truth about a specific subject. So I'm asking, I'm begging, I'm pleading with you, would you hang with me? You know, on this podcast, we talk about all kinds of things sexually that God would call wrong. God would call sin. Pornography, sexting, masturbation, being unfaithful you know, heterosexually in the context of your marriage. Um, homosexuality is just one of those aspects. The other thing that I'd like to say as I'm, as I'm starting is would you just kind of don't, don't turn the podcast off. Would you just stop and hear me say this, that the American Christian community in some circles has been very bigoted, has been very unkind, has been very mean to those in the LGBT community. And what I want to say, if you're watching this and that, and, and you identify as part of that community, man, I'm so sorry. That is not the heart of Jesus. In fact, Romans 2 talks about it's the kindness of God that leads me to Him. Me throwing rocks at you, me judging you, me condemning you others doing that very same thing. That is not going to bring you to a relationship with God or bring you to a place of repentance to want to walk the way He wants you to walk. It's His kindness that does that. And I don't necessarily think that we've done a great job of that. We've either done one of two things in the church community um, in American culture. We've either been so against it, it's almost like we're condemning the person and not the action, the sin, or we've become like tolerant and condoning of the sin. My objective today is really threefold. Number one, I want to try to help you understand the importance, that your understanding of creation, and how that plays in your decision of whether you believe homosexuality is okay or not. The second thing I want to talk about is this idea of that if Jesus is Master and He's Redeemer, if I've committed my life to Him, does He have the right to tell me how to live my life? And then the third thing that that I really want to try to do in this podcast is um, provide a foundation that says, hey, this is why um, God wants it to be done this way. Uh, Again, we're a faith-based podcast This is not about shame. This is not about judgment. This is about what is God's perspective on this issue. And I'm doing the best that I can to deliver that. And I'm begging you, begging you, please hang with me. So, again, what's the first aspect? Your understanding of God's creation. So, in Romans chapter one, it talks about that God is creator. So in other aspects of the Bible, again, faith-based podcasts, you've got Old Testament, you've got New Testament. Um, The Old Testament, first book in the Bible called Genesis chapter, uh, the book is called Genesis, and in chapter one, it describes God as this one who's created everything. If you go look at another book in the Old Testament called Job, J-O-B, not Job, but Job, it's in the middle of your Old Testament, it In chapters 38 and 39, it describes different aspects of how God has so much control over creation and that he's the one who's in charge of it. And then, if you go look in Colossians chapter 1, a book in your New Testament, Colossians chapter 1, book in your New Testament, what you have is um, this idea that when Paul the Apostle is um, writing, to the church in Colossae, he says, hey, God's only creator, but we're created for him. And so before you can ever say, do I believe homosexuality is wrong or not? Do I believe pornography is wrong or not? Do I believe sexting is wrong? Do I believe masturbation is wrong? Do I believe cheating on my spouse in the context of marriage is wrong? Before I can say any of that, I have to start with, do I believe that God is creator? You don't have to check your brain at the door to believe that. As we've said on this podcast many times, go Google Josh McDowell and read some of the works that he's done defending uh, creation and Christianity. Go read um, anything by his son Sean McDowell that talks about, you know, defending creation, and that you don't have to like check your brain at the door in order to do that. You can also watch a lot of their stuff, Um, lectures they've done, talks they've done, podcasts they've done on YouTube. And what I'm saying to you is, in this particular context, this podcast that we do, faith-based, we believe God is creator. We believe that God has given a design to, to human beings, distinctly male, distinctly female, and that my understanding of God as creator dictates that so don't throw rocks at me don't say hey i'm judging you hey i'm shaming you my context is if god is creator then he gets to tell me how to live my life so instead of saying hey you're wrong josh i would encourage you man go read up on you know is it possible that god's creator Now, the second aspect of this is this idea of God as Redeemer. That if Jesus, God's Son, went to the cross, lived a perfect life, died on that cross for our sin, for all the things that we've done wrong, that went into the grave, and on the third day He rose from the dead, that He conquered sin, that He conquered death, so that you and I don't have to spend eternity separated from God in hell because of our sin. That we can have life forever with Him in heaven, but also life here on earth with Him. Like, if He did that so we can know Him and connect with Him, and He sent His Spirit to live in us, to control us in how to live, He wants to master our life. And that's in every aspect. That's, you know, what do I do with losing my temper? What do I do with my greed? What do I do with my fear? What do I do with my struggles with lust as it relates to lust sexually? He wants to master all of that. In this particular podcast, we talk about how he wants to master sexual sin. And what we're saying is God's purpose for biblical marriage and sex is heterosexual only. And guys, we're about to talk about why I think the Bible teaches that. But hear me. Don't reject that because I'm saying that. Don't reject it because you've been hurt by other people in American church context who've thrown rocks at you. Don't accept it because culture is saying this is okay. Can you look long and hard and say, is it possible God's creator and that he gave me a design? Is it possible that Jesus really did go to the cross to pay the you know, perfect price for my sin and that homosexuality, that, that the LGBT movement and lifestyle, like he paid a price on the cross for that. So I would then take that and let him be master over that Is that possible? See, guys, I had a propensity to lust after women where pornography dominated my life for well over a decade. And God was like, Josh, that's wrong. Come let me master your life through relationship with me. Let me master that aspect of your life. The question is, do I believe he's creator? Do I believe he's redeemer? And therefore, he gets to draw the boundary of how I live my life. And as we've talked about with one of my kids who likes to go play in the street, as opposed to the cul-de-sac that we live on, the boundary we've drawn for him is the cul-de-sac. And then he likes to kind of push that boundary. Here's what we're saying. Can you just accept this is the boundary that God drew? that God drew there's a certain way to live your life, and anything outside of that's called sin. And because He's Creator, and because He's Redeemer, then He gets to tell me how to live my life. And if you're sitting here going, I don't know where, where I'm at with that, then don't try to believe what I'm saying. Try to wrestle with, is He Creator? Like, is He legit Creator? And that He gave me a distinctly male and a distinctly female design. Is He Redeemer? Did He go to the cross to completely change my life, rescue my life, save my life, and therefore now He gets to master me and tell me how He wants to live it? Now I'm about to get into why I believe the Bible teaches us that way. But you're not going to listen to anything I'm saying if you don't believe He's Creator and you don't believe He's Redeemer. Guys, one of the things that I will tell you is what, what's so hard for us to even get there, like I've said before, is just how the church community has responded to those in the LGBT world. And guys, I just want you to hear me say I'm sorry. Again, I said it at the beginning, and I just want to keep saying it. I'm sorry. It's God's kindness that leads us to Him. John chapter 4, book in the New Testament, there's a woman who's committed all kinds of sexual sin. And Jesus speaks to her in grace and in truth. And it causes her to want to follow him. So let me try in grace and in truth to talk about context of biblical marriage, heterosexual only to experience sex. Number one, when God created Adam and Eve, he talked to them about how to be fruitful and multiply. It was this idea that they were perfectly created for one another, that they perfectly corresponded to one another as husband and wife. And here's my question. If God really condones homosexuality, why would he not have created Adam and Eve in a heterosexual sense, but then also created a homosexual couple? That he basically said, here's two choices. You can go down this road, or you can go down this road. My question is, if that's right, why would he not do it? The second question that, that I would pose is this. There's a book in the um, Old Testament called Song of Solomon. And it's this in- amazing book, which we talked about on a previous podcast, about how sex is intended for pleasure, that there's many aspects of how God's designed it for, as we've talked about, for worship, for intimacy, for faithfulness, to express selflessness, to produce the godly heritage. But pleasure is one of them. The whole book... Is about husband and wife, heterosexual relationship, experiencing sex in the context of pleasure. Again, if God condones homosexuality, why would He not write a book or allow a book to be written? Here's how you enjoy heterosexual sex. Here's how you enjoy homosexual sex. These are just questions for you to ponder. Again, this is why it's so important. Do I believe He's Creator? Do I believe He's Redeemer? Romans chapter 1. It's this idea of if I don't accept God as creator, then he will give me over to my passions, and those passions can deceive me. But Romans chapter 2, like we talked about at the beginning of this podcast, it's his kindness that leads me to him. Could you possibly consider what I'm saying about creator, redeemer, and how he wants you to live your life in a heterosexual marriage context and process that deeply? and not just reject me because of, oh, I want to be gay, or I want to be part of the LGBT movement, or I just reject the way culture, especially the church Christian culture, has responded to me. I'm begging you to just contemplate what I'm saying. There's one more passage that I want to look at today, and then we're done. In 1 Corinthians chapter 6, Paul begins to lay out things that separate us from God. He says the righteous Those who are unrighteous will not inherit the kingdom of God. So only the righteous can inherit the kingdom. And he begins to lay out some of what is unrighteous. He talks about aspects of sexual morality, which we've touched on this podcast all the time. It's not just homosexuality that separates you from God. All sexual morality separates you from God. All sex outside of God's plan, in the context of biblical marriage between husband and wife, separates me from God. It's going to send me to hell. Why? because it shows I'm unrighteous. and then it talks about idolatry separating me from God. So anything I bow down to that's not God causes me to be unrighteous and means I cannot inherit God's kingdom. So it's not just this one aspect of homosexuality. Guys, I will say this, and I really want to make sure that you hear me. Then it does talk about homosexuality. And that homosexuality is an unrighteous act. See, that's why if He's Creator and Redeemer, I have to think about this. But do you know what happens a couple words after that? It's not just homosexuality that leads me to unrighteousness. Covetousness and greed is a couple words after that. Guys, I'm going to tell you right now, in the American culture, we are a greedy nation. And that greed has seeped into Christianity and the American church. I want you to hear me as loudly as you can. It's not just sexual sin that separates me from God. It's all sin. It's me bowing down to things that aren't God. It's me being greedy, coveting, and being materialistic. See, guys, it's not that we in the Christian community want to say, you're doing this thing bad, Ah, I'm going to throw a rock at you. There's all these things that we do wrong outside of that boundary. And that's why we need Jesus. But what Jesus is saying in the aspect of sex, as it relates to this podcast, is, is what if you did sex my way? Song of Solomon. Husband wife, biblical marriage, man, woman for life. What if that you actually saw it not just about getting whatever you want, but as an act of worship to a holy God? What if you saw it as a way to attempt to produce a godly heritage through, you know, pregnancy? See the thing about homosexuality, you cannot reproduce. Now I know you can say, well, homosexual couples can adopt. That's true. But part of the design for sex, again going back to, God is creator. Part of the design for sex is that sex could give you the chance to reproduce. Romans 1 is clear that non-heterosexual sex is unnatural. But for you and I to come to a place where we believe that, is we have to believe he's creator. We have to believe he's redeemer. And if we believe He's Creator and we believe He's Redeemer, then He gets to master my life. And if that means He doesn't provide me a spouse, then I'm content in being single, and I wrestle with that on the days that it's hard. And I say, God, let me worship You in my singleness. And if I struggle with other aspects of sexual sin, like pornography, masturbation, sexting, homosexuality, and He masters my life, then what I say is, Jesus, I want to worship You in letting your spirit give me freedom to walk in purity and to not walk in lust. And if I'm married, then I want to be committed to doing it God's way in a heterosexual context. God's way in a heterosexual context. Why? Because He masters me because He's Redeemer. Why? Because He's Creator and there's the design that I want to live by. And because He's designed me, created me because He's redeemed me, gets to master my life, then I want to worship Him in all aspects of my life, including sex. Some of you are watching this and you're going, amen, this is great, yes. Some of you are watching this and you're struggling. Regardless of where you're at, here's what I'm saying. Could you attempt to try to see that maybe there is a specific design for sex in biblical marriage between husband and wife in a heterosexual context to worship God, to have intimacy with that spouse, to be faithful to that spouse, to selflessly serve that spouse, to experience pleasure with that spouse as you're attempting to reproduce a godly heritage. Really appreciate you listening today and I hope y'all have been able to hang through this whole podcast. I know this one was super tough and extra sensitive. Father God, I pray in Jesus' name that you would take the truth of your word and what was shared in this podcast to try to explain your word. Would you use that for your glory? And God, I also ask, I beg, I plead, I pray that those who are watching this, who are following you and doing life as you would desire, would we with kindness treat those who aren't doing life like us? And would it be the kindness of God that leads them to want to follow you? God, if there's somebody watching this who's wrestling with sexual sin, and in particular homosexuality, would they not see this as throwing rocks? Would they see this as God has a specific design for how he wants us to live our life? God, move, move, move. And we say it in your name, amen. Guys, thank you so much for hanging with us today. God's blessings.